Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well... That's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. The Bird Show. I think because I'm fairly clueless and unaware that I accidentally and thankfully avoided a felony last week. <laughs> I think. Let me give you the details here, okay? So... A little tense these days, a little sore. So I'm like, you know what? I'll just go in and I'll get myself a massage. I didn't go to my normal massage place because it was last minute. So I call some rando place right up the street and they have availability, which always scares me a little bit when they're like, yeah, come whenever you want. (laughs) (laughs) Next 24 hours are good for us. Did you check out any of the Yelp reviews? None at all. um, I called a couple of places and they were closed. And this is the first one that said, oh, yeah, swing on by. We got plenty of room. (laughs) Whatever time you want. (laughs) You can even give massages if you want. (laughs) So I go in there and... um, I scheduled for a 90-minute massage, which is a nice, long period to check out, right? So I get in there, and do you guys strip all the way down naked, naked, naked when you're getting massages? Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Do you get massages? Yeah, uh, I do. Not often, but when I do, I normally keep my drawers on. Keep your drawers on. Okay, I used to. Don't anymore. Okay. About two years ago, I just... I just Dropped all those things. Do your thing. Because I was getting like stuff done on my hips and stuff, and they seem more annoyed than anything else. So now I'm just like, just take them all off, right? And it's professional. It's not, you know. Yeah. And after having a kid, because like, you know, with your hips spreading, and like, I tell you that there is something glorious about getting like massaged in your hip and in your glutes. Yes. Yeah. And they can't get to those areas if you got any of that on, right? Mm So I'm there naked. um, And uh, she's doing a great job. Fantastic job, really. And then about. An hour in, the massage is over. And I was sort of checked out anyway. And I'm like, damn, that seemed like a short massage if I schedule this for 90 minutes. She leaves. I don't say anything. All good. I start to get dressed. She, in a panic, runs back in when I'm in mid-dress. <gasps> and she's like, she, she doesn't, she speaks 4% English. And I'm being generous, okay? Uh, I'm not exactly sure what Asian language it was, but it's 4%. In fact, it was so bad, I couldn't even tell her what areas of my body that I really wanted her to work harder on because she just didn't understand. So at some point, I'm just like, do you think? (laughs) (laughs) Right? So she comes rushing back in in a panic, and I guess whoever is out at the desk says, nah, dude's getting a 90 and not a 60. But she doesn't, like, knock on the door or anything. So I got half my drawers up, and she pops in. I think she was apologizing. She seemed very panicked. So I get back on the table. We're both having a good laugh about it. And I'm not sure if she ran out of body parts on me in the first 60, but the last 30 was a complete 
abs massage. Abs? Yes. Never heard of that one. Me neither. But I'm like, okay, all right, I work abs. I'll just stick this one out here, right? And I've never had anybody massage my stomach. <laughs> it was 30 minutes. Now, after about three minutes, I'm like, huh, you know, right? <laughs> <laughs> and then she starts working her way down to my lower abs. And I'm like, all right, we get, we're, we're getting into the danger zone. <laughs> right? And then she would work her way down to almost like my pelvic, my, my pubic bone. Wow. That far down. And then go back up. All right. And then she'd continue to work my abs and she's staying away from everything else. And then she'd slowly down to that region again. And then all the way back up over and over and over again. And when I was relaying this story to a friend, the friend said, all you had to do basically was like raise your hips and it was on. Nuh-uh. I, you know, and I had the thought, but then I also thought like I'm in my head here, right? Like this can't be happening. And I, I think that might have been the gateway to the green light. No way. Oh. I think so. I would. I, yeah, I never heard of that. We need right? to. This is. We need to. I do ask a massage therapist. Okay, one eight five five Birchall. I mean, what are, you, are they going to do? Call up and go. Yeah, when I do it. <laughs> when I do it. <laughs> here's here's no. my full release technique. No. <laughs> I'm sure there's talk amongst the industry of what that means if somebody does that. I'm not saying the person calls is the one who's doing that, but. I bet they know what goes on in the industry. Look, I'm five foot four, so my midsection is not that long. Uh huh. So thirty minutes on the abs is seventeen minutes too long, yeah. <laughs> or twenty five minutes too long. And my friend, her very first massage, so she didn't know what to expect, right? And again, I have never had my waist above exposed, and nothing like that. No, that's a lie. It happened one time in Vegas, and I was very confused by it. Um, <laughs> but it was a female masseuse, so anyway. Um, but my friend, she got a massage, and they turned her over, and they pulled the sheet all the way down, and he massaged her stomach. And her boobies are just going... And she came out afterwards, and we're like, yeah. Nah, I don't think that's a thing, man. I don't think so. Like, I've never had my stomach massage like that before. Right. I mean, and for that amount of time. Yes. And then to go that low. Like, she was at my hairline. Yeah, she, right? she probably was waiting for the signal. And then was coming back up and doing the rest of the abs. And like I said, I'm a little guy. There's just not that much real estate. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> you just let her do that for 30 minutes. I, I, I didn't want to be like, I didn't want to be rude. <laughs> I, get it. I didn't want to go can like. Can you not like point at your feet and be like, <laughs> so, yeah. can we start working down there? <laughs> I've had my stomach massaged before, but usually it's so much there. I just say, time to make the pizza. <laughs> so much so dough. with you. <laughs> 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 hey Ashley, good morning. You're on the Bird Show. The signs of the full release. Yeah, one of the main things is she couldn't understand what you needed, and usually that is not a very good sign at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I. Um, I do abdominal massage. Oh, really? People, but I'm yeah, I'm a therapeutic um, massage therapist, and there's a lot of things you can do. You have muscles, a psoas muscle that affects mm -hmm. your legs and your back. So there's definitely things that 
can be worked in the abdominal region and, you know, for digestive issues too. Um, uh, breathing things, you know, around your um, your um, ribs and things. So, yeah, yeah, but getting down that close into that region, yep. major uh, problem. <laughs> I mean, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, mm-hmm. I, was in, I, I was in a panic, really, more than anything else. Uh-huh. Um, here is Tony, who wants to be on the voice disguiser, an undercover officer for Vice. <gasps> okay. All right. Let's go. Hey, Tony, good morning. Hey, guys, how you doing? Fantastic. I'm just going to, the floor is yours. Tell us everything. Well, that's pretty much what I do is undercover massage parlors. And uh, what she was doing was waiting for you to either motion, make any kind of a sigh, or move the towel out of the way. And she would have just gone off. Really? Really? So is that, is that how it works right there? So they get as close 100%. as they can. So they get as close as they can. And then if you just give them any kind of sign. Because I was thinking if I raise my hips here, then I think that's going to be the green light. So I was paralyzed. <laughs> <laughs> no movements at all. Correct. Right. I wouldn't even breathe. Say that again. But she did have the towel covering your private area? Uh, went way down there, man. Like right to just about the reach. She moved it down to right about the region exactly. that she was stopping at. And what she's waiting for you to do is just to see if you are a law-abiding citizen, you're not going to react or you're going to be in shock. If you're one that goes there for what we call the happy ending, mm-hmm. you're going to do the little sigh like, wow, that feels so good. Are you going to motion? Or I've actually grabbed the towel, moved it out of my way, and that's a green light, and they go at it. Okay, so your job is to go to, from massage place to massage place to see if they are legit or not. One of my jobs, yes. We do narcotics, but I'm the vice guy. Okay. If you're moving the towel, aren't what you're doing against the law? Negative. Because I'm not telling her to do anything. Uh, yeah, sure you are. I'm aren't. just moving the towel out of the way. She's already yeah. initiated to a certain point. Yeah. Right. When you become this kind of job, you're somewhat like a subject matter expert. You know what a legitimate massage does. Mm-hmm. I I do go to a regular massage at a law-abiding place. And I go every month, one hour a month. And no one ter- massage your abs, especially yeah. on a male. Hmm. I so, mean, I don't. It, it's just it's not what they do. So when they do that, they're just kind of opening the door. Okay, that's all and right. And by you just moving, and when I say move the towel, I don't just pick it up, throw it to the side. I'll just kind of move it down a little bit, and I say, "Oh, that feels so good." When they see that positive reaction, that is their green light, and they just go. And just to cover, I do not follow through. I cannot finish. Everybody asked that question. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was it. That was my hand was up for. <laughs> I wanted to know. All right. Now, Tony, there are going to be. I'm going to tell you that some of them are very qualified, and if I don't tell my team to come in, it's very close and very dangerous. Okay. Um, there are going to be a lot of guys wondering where to apply for this job. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, job taken. Okay. Okay. Bye, Tony. <laughs> the Burt Show. All right, the writing's on the wall here, and it's not completely confirmed, but I think I've got enough circumstantial evidence to share what I consider an embarrassing family secret, okay? And this is not the family meeting that we're having later on in the show that we've been telling you guys about. We got one more of those to do today, and that's that's not going to be fun. Um, This one here, again, is circumstantial, and I hope I'm not calling this family member out and... It's not accurate, but I've got enough experience now to know that 
it's occurring in my house. And it could very, it's my fault, actually. It's my fault. I've just noticed that when I go into my 16-year-old's shower, that the washcloth I provide him with is dry. (laughs) (laughs) Right? Then we were at Ole Miss this weekend, and we didn't share a bathroom. He had his own, but I had to use his shower because the one that I had didn't have any hot water. And I'm like, I'm not doing this here. So I used his shower, and he had taken a shower. No washcloth anywhere. No washcloth to be found. Uh Uh-oh. So here we've been talking now for months and months and months, and how I have strongly said when I found out that this was a problem with white people, that we got to do better. Somehow, some way, I have missed this assignment, maybe, in my house with my kid. And he's part of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> so I tagged Mo. I had my girls weekend this past weekend. Uh-huh. Got a condo on the beach from VRBO. Mm-hmm. And I was there by myself for like the first night. Wake up in the morning, go to take a shower. I'm looking. Yeah. I'm looking. Yeah. There is not a washcloth to be found. So I, I sent a video to Mo on, in my Insta story and I go, Mo, there's no washcloth in this condo. <laughs> I think you and I both know what that means. Yeah. Yep. Ruin my day. <laughs> Ruin my day. It means yep. it's a condo that's owned by white people. It is. Uh-huh. And mostly white people are there using that condo. Mm-hmm. This is ridiculous. I've always brought my own washcloths when I travel, but I've I've never noticed how many times now that I bring the washcloth not to replace the washcloth that there, but just to have one because there are never any washcloths anymore. And I don't know if that's become more of a thing lately. Maybe people are saving like money by not buying washcloths. I don't know, but it seems to be even worse nowadays than it used to be. Now, See, that's the first time I've ever encountered that. In all my See? travels, there's always been a washcloth. Until this, until this past weekend. Now, I've been so hardcore about it in the past that if there's no washcloth there, I will actually use the hand towel, you know, the one you're not supposed to use, um, by the sink. And I'll bring that thing and, and try to use that as a washcloth, but it weighs 48 pounds. It, it's so heavy. With water on it, right? You might as well get your dumbbells and your, your curls out the way in the shower. So somebody called me out because I had my hair wrapped in a towel. They're like, well, you obviously took a shower. And I'm like, well, yeah, of course I'm going to take a shower. But they had those black cosmetic washcloths that they want women to use when they're removing their makeup so you don't get the white washcloth dirty, even though there was no white washcloth. So they had two of those black cosmetic washcloths. So I just used that to wash my butt. As you should have. Yes. Surviving advance. (laughs) (laughs) I do what you got to do. I didn't even know this was a problem with white people until you guys brought it up from that TV show. From Atlanta, yeah, I was watching. This is I brought this to the table, God, years ago, because I was watching an episode of Atlanta, and it was two white lesbians that had adopted um, a young black child, and he was asking where the washcloth is, <laughs> and he's like, "What are you talking?" Like, and they had no washcloth, and it, then it came up again when the black social worker came and asked for a washcloth to put on a sick kid's head, and they didn't have one, and I'm like, "What am I missing here?" Because we always had washcloths. Look, my parents weren't good parents. They were not. They were not good parents. 
but they did teach me how to use a washcloth. <laughs> okay. And in this area, I am a worse parent yeah. than my parents, and that's not possible. <laughs> I was glad to finally see the two worlds come together because it has been said within the black community for years what? that white people don't use washcloths. And the first time I ever got to ask someone was actually our <laughs> former producer, Blake, and I asked him if the rumors oh. were true that white people not only don't use washcloths, but don't wash your legs. And it was both true for him. Uh-huh. So then that became the lead narrative in the white community that y'all don't do either one. All right. So based on his announcement yesterday, if you're white and you don't use a washcloth, you're going to be gay. <laughs> <laughs> you're so stupid. If you're, not, if you're not using a washcloth and you're not washing your legs, you're going to end up gay. <laughs> we got to the bottom of it. <laughs> right, so how are you going to remedy this yeah. situation? He and I are going to have to have a serious... I mean, sit down. I'll record it for you. On a very special birthday. Yeah, this one, this one is a deal breaker. Okay. He's gonna have to come Madness out to you. House. What's that? He's gonna have to come out to you. Right. You gotta tell me one of two things. You're gonna have to use a washcloth to tell me you're gay, bro. Which one is? It's the birch. The birch show. This is a real shocking revelation for one 17 year old who has gone on a TikTok and. It's such shocking revelation that it's gone viral. Her observations are going viral because she realizes that the more time she spends on social media, the more depressed she gets. <gasps> wow. Who would have thought? Right? Here she is. This is the one that's going viral because she downloaded like this new app. I think it's called Opal. Uh, and it charts how much time you're spending on social media. And I guess if you don't, if you're not charting it, you don't realize like half your freaking day is spent online, man. And that's what they're designed to do, right? I would just lay in the same position for like easily six hours, seven hours straight. And afterwards, I just felt like such a zombie. They gave me the statistic that I was on track to spend 17 years of my life on my phone by the time I turned like 60 or 70. And that was my biggest wake up call. You think? It's almost a fourth of your life (laughs) online. How long, when you guys get into one of those rolls, rabbit holes, how long can you spend online just scrolling, scrolling, scrolling before you look at the clock and you're like, oh my God, I can't believe it's been blank. Mm -hmm. I, I spend so long that TikTok sends a video and says, hey, you've been scrolling for a really long time. Do you want to stop? There, there, there are those. Yep. Come on. Usually hits after about two hours. Oh, that's nothing. Two hours. Yeah, no, I haven't. So my scrolling, and I think a lot of moms can relate to this, um, and it doesn't matter if you're a stay-at-home mom or a working mom, like you spend all your day dedicated to other people, Mm. and then once you put the kid to bed, you Mm -hmm. just want some time to yourself. So you will sit there, and you will lay in bed, and you will scroll and scroll and scroll, and then before I know it, I'm like, how is it already 9.30? (laughs) Right. Like, well, and obviously 9.30 is late for us because of when we have to get up. Um, And I'm just like, where did the time go? It's a time suck. It's so hard to continue to tell yourself, like, you're being manipulated. Like, they're keeping you online Mm -hmm. for a reason. These algorithms are so sophisticated, they know what they're doing, right? And they're manipulating us. And when you're young, it's very, very difficult to have that kind of discipline. Here she says, um, social media um, only drained her time. It affected her self-worth. When someone has 100 million, millions of followers, and they look a certain way, act a certain way, and are this standard of beauty almost, I just immediately interpret that as the reason I don't have those things is because I'm not good enough and I'm not pretty enough. I mean, mm. it's things we talk about every day, mm. right? What was the name of that show that was on Netflix that exposed the algorithms? And social all that? Network. Set, was it the social? I think so. Was that the name of it? I think not, so. Not the Zuckerberg one. Oh, that was the one that changed it for me. I'm not sure. Uh, there was. It was a documentary. Yeah. We were talking about it for weeks. 
Dang it. I know. I love this. Keep talking because I know you have another um, clip to play. And it really makes you realize like how manipulated you are. Like the people that design the algorithm are telling you like, I feel like crap because I know that I... The social dilemma. The social dilemma. There you go. Mm. I, yeah, I know that I created something that's manipulating your kids. Here she is uh, saying that she's really happy to be free as she's cutting back her time on it. When I'm not constantly scrolling through social media, I feel like there's just like a huge weight off my shoulders. I think you kind of felt this with the dating apps. Yeah, I mean, you're spending so much time in a world that's not real, mingling, if you will, with people that you don't know and you don't know what's going on behind the scenes. It's It's a highlight reel. And that's such a cliche to say that because in the age of social media, so many people have come out and been like, this is just my highlight reel. This is not really what's going on. But when you're that young, you don't have the life experience and the context to understand that that's not just something people are saying on social media. It really is the truth. I really want to give her her due credit to be 17 and this self-aware. That's true. That, that really I mean, true. that's that's really, really impressive. I know what helped me after watching The Social Dilemma. I, I never really had a problem with the scroll part of it because I don't scroll for long at all. But I check my phone constantly. That's what gets me. The I leave my, Right. Like constantly picking it up every time I see a notification. So I leave my phone in a different room now for like hours. I won't even be next to it. It's, I, I think we're at a time now. And this is not just a teen thing. Um we, we don't know how to be bored anymore. No. I'm yes. totally and completely guilty of this, man. Like, for the four weeks that I really tried to put my phone away, uh, you know, like sitting in the lobby of a doctor's office or whatever and not having my phone in my hand and just staring forward felt so odd. We just aren't used to that anymore. For me, the hardest part is feeling disconnected from references that people will have. Like TikTok for me is one of the hardest things to let go because if I stay off TikTok for a week and then I'm out like with my friends, they'll say something or they'll reference something they'll see on TikTok and I'll be like, oh, I didn't see that. And you feel really out of the loop and it's weird because social media will keep you so disconnected from people. But at the same time, if you're not on social media, you're missing out on everything that people are talking about. So it's this weird cycle that's so hard to get out of. It is a vicious circle and like I said before they know exactly what they're doing Mm -hmm. they know exactly what they're doing Mm -hmm. that for you page is eerie (laughs) isn't it how well it knows you yes the bird show can you give someone a second chance when they had already decided that you were not worth dating hey Asia good morning morning hi hi okay Um, tell us what we got here yeah so I went out with a guy like a year ago. I thought we had a really good time, but um, I guess I like misread the situation because he didn't ask me out a second time, but I was like kind of feeling him and I was like in a good place, so I was like, I'm just gonna ask him out myself uh, and I was not expecting him to say no um, but he did he said he didn't think we were a good fit and then he didn't really give me any more information. Like, he didn't elaborate at all. So I didn't really pick up on the fact that, like, he wasn't enjoying our date. It seemed like we were having a good time. So, like, now I just, like, don't really know if, like, I can trust my instincts or whatever. But, like, fast forward to, like, a year later, and he just suddenly started texting me out of nowhere. He asked if I wanted to go out on Saturday night. And I said yes, but now I'm wondering if I should have said no instead because, like, Mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, if he didn't like me the first time, why would something have changed? Like, I'm the same. I just, 
I don't know. Should I ditch him or date him? Well, it's because he's more de- uh, he's more desperate now. <laughs> more than likely, that's what he's it is. He's been out there and it's like things aren't going so well. Maybe I'll give Asia a call. Um, isn't this um, isn't this called submarining? Where submarining. yeah, where you go away for a while and then all of a sudden he comes back up and he's like, hey, how you been? But it's been like a year God. and now he wants to ask you out. Yeah, I feel like if I wasn't good enough for you then, I'm not good enough for you now. I don't Oh. I've always had that mentality. If I'm being honest, I feel like when this happens, more than likely with a man, it's either because he had a he thought he had a better option and it didn't work out, yeah. or because he's hit such a slump that he'll go back to whomever he believes will say yes. Don't be a man slump buster. Yes, don't uh-uh. do that. That is not where you want to be. So if he had said something different when she asked him, like they went out on their first date and he kind of like, he, he didn't ask her out and she did, and he goes, I don't think we were a good fit. If he had had some other excuse, like, you know, I'm just, I'm not in a place right now to be in a relationship, anything like that. He said the two of you mm-hmm. were not a good fit. Mm-hmm. And it's only been a year. It's not like we're talking about you guys have had like these, you know, massive changes from like, you know, 19 to 32. So, yeah, if we weren't a good fit then, we ain't a good fit now. Yeah, this guy didn't ask you out because he wants to go on another date with you. He asked you out to go out on Saturday night. And what I'm hearing from that situation is that he's asking you to go out on a primetime weekend spot. He's not asking you to go out on a date. He's asking you to go out, which means he thinks that you're going to be a slam dunk in Mm. a different department. And I think you got to ditch this guy because I think he's just going to use you and then never talk to you again. All right. I'm going to take a different slant on this. I'm going to try to be the positive one here. Okay. Thank you, Sean. All right. A lot of people can change in a year. And yes, maybe he didn't think you guys were such a great fit. So now he's been dating for a year and he realizes looking back like, dang, Asia was really, really cool. And... He's giving you a shot on prime time. Like Abby said, like if he wasn't really into it, it would be a Wednesday afternoon lunch date. This is prime damn time right here. So I think this could be an actually, this could be a second part to this because I think Kristen is right also. I think your next text to him is, well, if I wasn't a good fit a year ago, why am I a good fit now? And then based on that answer, is you having plans on Saturday night or not? Is it weird to send that text though? Now, because like I've already said yes, so I don't want to like. Oh, you already said yes. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, I think you can. Yeah. I, I think you can go. Just one. Hey, just wondering before we go out Saturday night. Yeah. Why is the timing right now? I, I see nothing wrong with that at Me all. Because I think that answer does tell okay. you everything. Okay, that's it's actually really helpful. I was like really stressing this, but I'm feeling a little better now. How would you uh, handle that? <laughs> Abby's very skeptical. I wouldn't have said yes to this in the first place. No. To me, this is very clear that this guy is just hitting you up because he maybe he's been in a dry spell for a hot second and he's looking for an easy <laughs> yes for something else. To me, this sounds like a booty call. It doesn't sound like he's asking you to go out, out at all. My opinion from my experience. Did you give up the booty the first time you guys went out? No, mm. which is like part of the thing, maybe. Like, I don't know if that was part of the reason he was like, I don't think we're a good fit, but <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely not going to give it up this time, like ditch, just off ditch, the bat. Ditch, so. ditch, 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 ditch. I say hit him with the question first before you make a final decision. I say hit him with the question okay. and he has to move you with his answer. And if he yep. doesn't, then ditch him. Okay. All right, Asia, will you hit us Thank tomorrow? You let so us. Much. Will you let us know what he says?
Yeah, I will. And then we'll all make the decision for you based on his answer. You have nothing to do with this anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we got it from here. All right, Angel, we'll talk to you tomorrow or send us an email, whatever. Okay. All right, bye-bye. The Burt Show. Are you looking for excitement in Atlanta? Well, you got it right down the street at Mercedes-Benz. That's where Atlanta United plays. And I've been telling you for years, it's one of the most exciting nights that you will have with your family. Soccer is different. It's just different than going to a football game, baseball game. There is no downtime. I mean, the excitement lasts the entire game at an Atlanta United match. And it doesn't even matter if you're really, really into soccer or not. I'll tell you one way to get into soccer. Just go to one Atlanta United game and you will get caught up in the excitement so much that you'll become a lifelong fan. I'm telling you this right now. I love bringing my son Hollis there. I love bringing his friends there. I know it's going to be a safe family event, and I know I'm going to walk out of there. I got some memories now with my kids. So don't look any further. You got one of the best soccer teams in the country right here in our own backyard, Atlanta United. Just give it one try, Atlanta United. You can always get your tickets at atlutd.com. If you're looking for somewhere to celebrate, whether it be a birthday or a graduation or an anniversary, May I recommend an Atlanta United match? So my husband and I just celebrated our seventh wedding anniversary. He is a massive Atlanta United fan. So, of course, we decided to go to a match at Mercedes-Benz Stadium and had the best time. I'm telling you, if you're a super fan, if you're a casual fan, going to an Atlanta United match is a great way to celebrate. My husband got to watch a great match, and I got to enjoy delicious wine, and I also may have gone to the team shop and got myself a new sweatshirt. I'm very excited about my new Atlanta United sweatshirt. (laughs) And kudos to Atlanta's fan base, because every time we ride Marta to go down to a match, it is packed full of people wearing their Atlanta United gear. Visit atlutd.com for tickets and also for the match schedule. That's atlutd.com. So, Abby, your family needs to retire from trying to set you up. It is time. It is time. My family has a horrible track record for trying to set me up, but I honestly think this most recent one takes the cake. So, I mean, I feel like everybody at one point or another has been set up with somebody, whether it's like, oh, I think you'd be really good with my friend so-and-so, or like, I've got a nephew that's really great. And more often than not, you'll be sent a photo of this person and you'll be like, this is who you thought my match was, really? And it feels almost more like an insult than some kind of benefit to them (laughs) trying to like match you up. Um, And I always kind of feel like they're choosing what fits their idea of what's convenient for them. Like if it's your friend that's wifed up and their husband has a goofy best friend, they're trying to set you up with the goofy best friends so that you guys can double date. Or if it's like your single friend, they're always setting you up with someone who's, you know, cute, but not attractive enough to be a threat to their own ego. So they'll set you up with their nice friend that they met in algebra class or whatever. Or if it's your parents, I feel like they're always setting you up with people that really like them because their worst nightmare is for you to get matched with someone who doesn't like them and isn't polite. So my mom is notorious for doing this anytime she's out. Like she gets a published cat, Publix cashier that's just a little too friendly. She's sending me a photo. She's like, this is Tom. <laughs> he, he really complimented my choice of produce. It's great. So over the week or last week over Thanksgiving, I was very much prepared 
to get set up with somebody, somebody's other second cousin or friend that they know. And I knew that my mom was probably going to be in on it because my cousin's getting married. I think they're kind of like, okay, we want Abby to be next because after all the wedding planning's over, we need something to fill the void. And Abby needs to be next with her, with her love life. So I get to Thanksgiving and after we finish, you know, dinner, we've, we've done all the small talk. We're all gathered around the kitchen island. We're snacking, we're drinking red wine. And my mom turns to me and she goes, Abby, we met the most polite young man while we were out today. We grabbed lunch at the beach bistro down the street. We think this guy's perfect for you. And I kind of roll my eyes. I'm like, okay, yeah, you say that all the time. Anytime you meet somebody at like Kroger. And then my cousin, who's a little bit younger than me, but very hip, very cool. She turns to me and she goes, oh my God, Abby, this guy would be perfect for you. <laughs> now, this is where I start to get a little bit more intrigued because my mom is probably just, you know, looking for anybody who's going to be nice and polite and, you know, would be a good little son-in-law, but my cousin wouldn't do me dirty. You got a second opinion. I got a second opinion from somebody I trust. It's like getting a, a good Yelp review from someone that you've seen <laughs> on a couple of restaurants <laughs> before. I'm like, okay, now I'm intrigued. I'm like, tell me about this boy. And they said he was the only waiter in this one bistro that we went to. And he was taking such good care of everybody. He made sure that we had everything we needed. He was so attentive. He, attentive. he was so polite. And best of, he's got floppy brown hair and he's over six foot. And I was like, okay. Those are really the only two things you it's need. He has a pulse and he has brown hair. And he's tall. And so I'm, I'm invested now because my cousin has her stamp of approval. My mom has a stamp of approval. And apparently he fits my type. And I'm like, okay, well, what's his story? You know, like, is, is he my age? Does he, is this like his side gig? And they're like, we're not really sure what the story is, but we think he's around like 28. He's definitely like late 20s. And so I'm like, okay, I'm interested. So I go home the next day and I'm texting with my mom and my cousin because they're like, we're going to the bistro later today and we're going to see X, y, this guy. And if we see him and we tell him that he, he, he's, you're interested, we're going to FaceTime you and make sure that we can get this set up. And oh, so I'm like, wow. all right, let me know. <laughs> so a FaceTime? I'm minding my own business <laughs> when all of a sudden I get a selfie from my mom, my cousin, and the boy. And tell me- Bistro why, boy. Bistro boy. This, they're trying to set me up with bistro boy. So tell me why I open my text messages to this photo and it is a literal child. I'm like, mom, I, I'm into guys who look fratty, not guys who are in literal fraternities. This man could not have been older than 19. I'm like, you're literally trying to set me up with this man who's in college. And we end up getting his details. He, this infant follows me on Instagram. He's like a sophomore at a local university. Oh, shut up. He, this man is not employed. This man cannot even legally drink. And yet the entire Thanksgiving post show where we're all just vibing, they're convinced that this man is perfect well, for me. Well, he is employed. He's Bistro Boy. Well, he's employed part time. <laughs> I was I was looking more for like a 401k, <laughs> an apartment. What and, made them think he was 28? That's what I want. Because this guy is, vis I'll show you guys after this break. This guy is visibly young, like backwards hat, I th like is holding a bush light. You know what I mean? If you were yeah. over the age of 25, 
and you've got a bush light in your hand, it's over. So they need to retire because obviously their HR is way off. So all they want is a warm body. They don't even care at yeah. this point. Just get somebody with Abby. A warm body who likes my mom. You better be thankful he didn't show up at the Thanksgiving table. I was worried he was going to. That's how convinced they were that he was going to join the family. Well, he could have served you. Oh. <laughs> and he could have washed the dishes afterwards. And you know what? My mom would have tipped him well. Hey, The Bird Show. So we're about to help Zoe here text because her grandmother passed away about a year ago. And she was given all these plates and china. And she told her cousin, like, you know what? You can have this stuff, right? And now... For whatever reason that we'll find out in a second, she wants all this china and these plates back and wants our help not to text the grandmother. That's not a possibility, but to text the cousin and say, hey, I need all this stuff back. Hey, Zoe. Hi, guys. Okay, so what brings us here? Tell us about your grandmother. Tell us about the china, the plates, your cousin, the whole the whole deal. Right. Well, it's a little complicated. So my grandmother passed away um, like approximately two years ago, and I was given all of her china. It's like a pretty extensive collection. And at the time, I was living in an apartment. Um, I was not engaged. And Basically, I I thought it would be best to give it to my cousin because she was already married. And so I gave it to my cousin. And now my life is like completely different. I'm about to be married. I'm like already living with my fiance. We're going to be married very soon. And like, I want to have family get togethers and I want the China back. And mind you, I've been to my cousins numerous times for family gatherings since I gave her the china and she's never used it. Like, I think it's still in the box that I gave it to her and, you know, still all wrapped up. And I know, I, I know I gave it to her and I know it's like a little crazy to ask her it back, but I would use it and it would mean so much to me. And my life is just in a much different place than it was, um, you know, when I gave it to her. Why don't you just tell her that? Yeah. I just own up to the, like, you made a mistake. Um, a couple years ago, you, you you didn't think you had space or a place for it, but now you do, and it would mean a lot if you could have it back. Right. It's just my cousin is, like, a little bit um, intense. Like, <laughs> but here's the thing, Zoe. Like, you gave it to her. It is now hers. We can right. do this. But if she says no, she says no. I just feel like my chances are going to be better if I have you guys on my side. Oh, no, we're going to do this and we're going to do our damnedest. But if she is as difficult as you say she is, mm-hmm. um, and once she says no, we can still try to do like some pleading. Uh, you might just have to kiss this China goodbye. Do you guys give each other Christmas gifts? Um, yeah, and like birthday gifts. Like I love my cousin, you know. I mean, that's why I I gave it to her in the first place, but I don't know, just the situation has really changed. I think what Kristen is saying is a hundred. I mean, she you gave it to her. It's hers now. Mm-hmm. So yeah. we got a couple of minutes here. What can we use for leverage mm-hmm. in order for her to give up that those plates in that china because you have nothing right now is there anything that she would want that you can make a trade of oh i like it yeah that way she gets something right 
Because right now we have nothing except an ask, and if she doesn't want to do it, there's nothing in it for her at all. No backup plan either. Right. Well, I think, you know, what I can offer is that I would be using it, and she would be using it when she comes you know, no. and like starting the family tradition, but she's not using it. No, yeah, that's, that's fine. A, that's a great point, except she doesn't care. And hey, hey listen, my mom <laughs> gave me her china that her, like her mother, my grandmother gave her, and I don't use it, but I have it displayed in my guest bedroom. Because um, you're you're going to be hard pressed to find somebody who uses fine china. Um, it, it, like definitely not on a daily basis and let alone on special occasions. So, I feel like Bert's right. You ha- is there something that you would be willing to exchange for your grandmother's china? Wait, what was the question? Because all I heard was Bert's right. But <laughs> <laughs> she, if this, if her cousin is the way she is, then she's going to need something to replace. Because you're not just replacing china; mm-hmm. you're replacing the memory of your old grandmother. Yep. Right. Did she get anything oh. from grandmama? I mean, I was given like a locket that means a lot to me. Okay. No, 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 no. We're not given anything. If it's sitting in the box, she don't need it. So I think the reason I asked if she does Christmas presents, if you guys do it, because here's what I think we should do. We go in and ask to borrow it for a family event, like for a big dinner party. Oh. And then we just don't give it back. Yes. And then we say, uh, you know what? Can this be my Christmas present this year or something like this? You don't have to get me anything. How about I just hang on yes. to the china until you need it? I love it. I do too. I love not it. Not bad at all. Genius. That's that's not a bad idea because she's pretty frugal. Yeah. Like she loves saving money. So that's I didn't even think about that. Oh yeah. Really oh yes. Well she's done, Cassie. And then yeah. if she says no, you just forget to arrange a time and place to give it back. I like this. That's a good starting place right there. All right. Um, Zoe, give us a couple of seconds here. When we come back, we will start texting your cousin. I think Cassie's got a great game plan here. All we're going to do is borrow it. This could be over here pretty quick. The Bird Show. All right. So we're about to start our texting tutor with Zoe here. So Zoe's grandmother passed away a couple of years ago. And she got some <laughs> fine china from grandma. And um, she gave it to the cousin to her cousin, but now Zoe wants this back because she's getting married and the cousin doesn't do anything with the china anyway, the fine plates. That you know of. The china fine plates. The china (laughs) fine plates. Doesn't do anything with it. Like, you go over there, she hasn't used it, but technically, Zoe, do you know your cousin has never utilized that china? 100%. Okay. still in the box. Okay. All right. So Cassie had a brilliant idea a couple of minutes ago, which was what? We're just going to borrow it. We're going to ask to borrow it for a dinner party we're having and then it's in your house. And then you just kind of hang on to it because that's not an immediate, I don't need that back immediately. And then if she ever asks for it back or you get closer to Christmas, you can just say, hey, you know what? Instead of getting me a Christmas present, would you be cool if I just hung on to Grandma's China? And if it's never come out the box, I bet you she'd say yes. So what events are we supplying a new truth for? Is this a party you would ask for? It's a dinner party. Dinner party? A dinner party for a friend's birthday to explain why she wouldn't be invited. Yeah, and you don't want to say something like, I was about to say for your engagement, but that's your cousin. You would probably invite her. So create an event that your cousin would not be invited to for your husband's co-workers. Okay. Your fiance's co Make sure it's somebody. It makes sense that your cousin would not be at said party. Right. And and it makes sense that you would want to bust out the nice china. Yes. Well, I mean, we may only have to cross this bridge if we get there, but I can kind of see an angle of her saying, like, why would you want to use the china? Because it's so valuable to the family. 
Because it's a, it's we're doing we're doing like a fine dining event at the house. Is she trying to impress the boss? Yes. Oh yes, the yeah. boss. Okay, the boss. Cassie, how are we starting? I would say something like, um, "Hey, girl, got a really important dinner coming up at the house with hubby's boss. Would you be cool if I use grandma's china?" No, I would be instead of "Would you be cool?" Can I please borrow mm. grandma's china? Okay, yeah, that's nice. Okay, I sent it. He's pretty good about getting back right away. So Before you send anything, Zoe, you have mm-hmm. to read it to us so we can confirm you sent the right thing. Oh, my gosh. I already sent it. Oh, That's okay. No. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> Zoe. <laughs> what was that voice? <laughs> Zoe, what did you send, my dear? Hey, girl, got a really important dinner coming up at house. May I please borrow Grandma's china? You didn't put in there about your fiance's boss. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know. know but it, <laughs> Grandma's disappointed in you. Now. No. Should I put that now? No. Oh, she no. said, what's it for? There, she said, what's it go. for? Okay. Um, it's for uh, my fi- fiance's coworkers and boss. Okay. Wait, don't wait, send wait, anything. Wait. It's for my fiance's coworker and boss. We really want to impress them. Yeah, I would say. Okay. To impress them. Okay. I'm trying to think wait. of a way because if my sister said the coworkers, I'd be like, is this a raucous party? I don't no. want China. So, like, what about my fiance's boss and a couple of high-level coworkers are coming over? There you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, it's for my fiance's boss and a couple of important okay. coworkers. Okay. Yeah, it's for my fiance's boss and some important coworkers. We really want to impress them. Perfect. Okay, I'm gonna send it. Why are you worried about what other people think? <laughs> <laughs> It would be so nice just to have one of these where, like, the other person isn't petty. Like, if my sister asked me for this china, I'd be like, sure, come get it. Yeah, but then we wouldn't have a segment. I know, but it's just people are so weird about this stuff. Just let people borrow stuff. Yeah, and sorry, but my cousin's middle name is Petty. (laughs) China is the way to impress them. What'd she say? Mm. That's rude. Okay, okay, so, all right, we're going to start matching energy. What did she say again? Um, she just says, I don't think China, she don't, she says, I don't think China is the way to impress them. Respond back. I know them and it is. Can I borrow it, please? I feel like that's going to shut her down, though. If she's petty. She's not petty. I wonder if her dad's name is Tom. (laughs) (laughs) That's Cassie's problem. That was good. No, it wasn't. I liked it. But I knew it was in your strike zone. Made me happy. (laughs) Okay, start like this. Start with trust. Start with trust, comma. I know them. It will, period. Can I please borrow it? Question mark. Okay. It'll just be for a night. <laughs> no, we're not saying that. <laughs> Why? Why? Okay. That's... Trust. I know. Oh, because you don't want to lie. <laughs> you don't lie within the lie. Duh. Oh, my yeah. bad. Yes. My bad. We have to be able to keep track of said lies. <laughs> okay. Trust. I know. It will impress them. Can I borrow it, please? Yep. Okay. Okay, I sent it. Like, if I got this text and I was the cousin, even though the china was given to me, in the back of my head, I would have been like, it was yours originally. Mm -hmm. And honestly, I would kind of, unless it was my, like, china I broke out at every big dinner, I would kind of been like, it was on hold. And I guess, though, if it's my grandma, too, though. Well, if it's in the boxes, too, and she's not, yeah, go ahead, Especially if it's in the box. That's that's what I was going to say. It's a a no-brainer. Like, she's being a jerk for the sake of being a jerk. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. She said, I don't think so. I'm sorry. Say how? I would say, how come, question mark. Yeah, ask why. Yeah. Just be like, why? 
See, this is why I need you guys. This is what I'm dealing with. That's fine. Just yeah. reply back why. Yeah. Okay, and by the way, we haven't done anything yet. You could have done this on your own. <laughs> she says someone else is using it. <gasps> wow. And the plot thickens. Then just respond back. Who? Question mark. It's her, you guys, it's her China. She can borrow it to out to whomever she wants to. Yeah, no, I'm wondering if she gave it to somebody, though. Like, oh gave God. it, gave it away. But what's the difference? I, I well, mean, she gave it away. That's different. Is it? But you uh, gave yeah. it away also. I mean, Zoe gave it away. <laughs> to somebody else in the family, yeah, in though. The family. Yeah, but maybe. Because why does that matter? We don't know. Maybe the cousin gave it to somebody else in your family. No, her cousin sucks. <laughs> we don't know anything yet. Her <laughs> cousin gave it to Goodwill. <laughs> oh, yeah, God. Same. why does that matter? What's the relationship like between you and your cousin? Have you guys been friendly? Is it adversarial? Okay, we're friendly. Like, I, you know, she's younger than me, but it's almost sometimes I feel like I'm walking on eggshells. I just want to keep the peace. I don't like arguments. I feel like maybe I people please a little too much. And she is a little aggressive in her approach with pretty much everything. I love her. But that's just the truth. So to put it frankly, if you guys are going to be around each other on Thanksgiving, your first thought is, oh, God, blank is going to be there. Um, yeah, I mean, I love seeing her, but it's kind of like, oh, what's going to happen? Like, I hope there's no drama. Okay. Okay. I'll just say that. So respond back because I'd like to ask them when they're using it. And if it doesn't conflict, if I can borrow it. Okay, that's good. Cousin's hiding okay. something. She's being very obstinate. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But we have to be delicate about how we extract the information. Otherwise, she's going to shut down and we're going to get nothing. She's writing. I feel like she definitely gave it away. Which, if you're going to give away something that somebody gave to you, to me, the first right of refusal should go back to the original gifter. Mm-hmm. But is that is that just me or is that... If it's a family heirloom, yes. Yeah. But if it's not, no. Okay, she wrote back. If you need dishes for your event, I'd go with some white dishes. I have some you can borrow. The china wouldn't have gone with your house anyway. Too antique looking. She's the worst, man. Wow. Oh my gosh. I would say, thank you so much for the offer of the plates. She did offer you something. This is just me and y'all can correct. I'd be like, I feel like you're trying to hide something from me. Yeah. yeah. I'd be like, thank you for the offer, offering the input. I really want to use these plates. I've been missing grandma. It would make me feel closer to her. Are you trying to hide something? Question mark. Okay. Yeah. Bring it. Now it's a party. What if we what what if we don't put the hide something in this one? Yeah. And do everything but that and then if she pushes back again, then we'll be like, Are you trying to hide something? Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like one more benefit of the doubt. Lay on the emotional um blackmail real thick. Um, okay. Thank you for the offer of the plates. Thank you I for really the offer. Really- no, just say thank you for the offer in the input, comma. Okay, and the input. Okay. I've really been missing grandma and would like to use them to feel closer to her. Perfect. Yeah, I sent it. Grandma's going to start haunting the cousin once she knows what's up. I channeled Myrtle, my grandma, what she would want me to say. Myrtle? That is the most grandmother name ever. <laughs> really my is. granny. That was granny. Granny oh. was Myrtle. And then on my dad's <gasps> side, it was Eleanor. Uh-oh. Yet they gasp. So I don't have it anymore. I can't <gasps> give it to you. <gasps> All right. That's Play it cool. <sighs> okay, okay, okay. Hold on. Can you please tell me who you gave it to? I would like to try to get the china back. Oh, my God. I guess for families that are very sentimental and close, this is like a big deal? Huge. Yeah. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. This is great. She's now got power play over her cousin. Her younger, annoying, petty cousin needs to STF you and take a seat. 
Like, I know it's materialistic. It's just things. But when, like, after somebody's passed, especially an heirloom, like, you know, fine china that gets passed down from generations to generations, like, that's... Mm-hmm. Again... Zoe gave them to her cousin, so they were her. They were now her cousin's property. Cousin can do whatever she wants with them, but Zoe can also do everything in her power to get them back. It's just bad form. <gasps> oh my god! I sold it to someone on Facebook Marketplace. I'll send you her info, and maybe you can buy it back. All right, then that's what we're going to have to do, Zoe. Okay. Why? Why are you, the mouth a gasp? I think it's so disrespectful. I know people and people in my family who do this and they just don't have that type of attachment with things. Mm-hmm. And it's more the memories than anything. She well, but, at least said something to yes. me before doing this. Well, she didn't think you wanted it. Zoe, she didn't think you wanted it. You gave it to her. You're seeing so, the best in people because if she didn't want it, you gave it to her, now you're going to sell it. Zoe could have sold it. I'm not seeing the boy. Well, I try. I do try to see the best in people, but bottom line, you gave her the China Zoe. Like you gave it to her and she can do with it whatever she pleases. I think... Though earlier Kristen's right, you can reach out to the person on Facebook and say, Mm -hmm. my cousin's an idiot. This is a family (laughs) heirloom. You'd be like, absolutely. Send me the info. Now you have to choose. You're at a fork in the road. Do you want to leave it at that? Or do you want to read her the riot act? And be like, how how could you sell grandma's china and not offer it back to me? Yeah, this is about the china. My cousin's a jerk. I knew that. That's why I phoned you guys to help me. Well, her middle name is Pretty. Zoe, have we learned a lesson? Mm-hmm. We're going to stop giving jerks things, correct? Yes. <laughs> I, yes. It's a great I life see lesson. where I messed up. I just never thought she would do something so petty, like turn around and, you know, she could have given it to somebody else in the family. That would be fine. That would be better. Here's what you do, Zoe. You play nice now. Yes, please. Thank you for the information, like Kristen said. And then you host a dinner party with your family and you invite Zoe. Ooh. And then you use Grandma's China and you say, Aren't you so glad to eat off giant, uh, Grandma's China? I was able to get it back after Zoe sold it on Facebook Marketplace. John, John, John. I like it. Cassie's in fuego. That's going to be the greatest Thanksgiving dinner ever. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, Zoe, just send back. Yes, please send me the information as soon as you can. Okay. And stay on her ass and okay. make sure you get that today. And then make immediate right. contact with the Facebook person and explain your situation and be like, I will gladly pay you whatever you paid my cousin. You didn't even make up stuff. Your cousin stole it from you. <gasps> it wasn't hers to sell. Yeah. <laughs> Devious. I'm going down. She should, at the very least, give her a cut of that money, in my opinion. I agree. 100%. All right, so what was the last thing we asked her to text? One more time. I said, um, absolutely, please send me the info as soon as you can. And she says, I will look for it when I get home. Can't write this second. Okay, just say thank you. Yep, just, yeah, thank you. (sighs) Nothing else to see here. Okay. How, and after, after you have said China in hand, you can handle your cousin however you see fit. But it sounds to me like you don't like confrontation. So if you need an extra boost and you need the power of Cassie (laughs) to to ream your cousin, we can totally do that. All right, Zoe. So let us know how it goes. With any luck at all, she plays fair, and you can reach back out and you can get this shine, okay? Okay. I hope you get it. Thank you. I hope you get it also. Okay. See you you around. Good luck. All right. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. The Bird Show.